Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. beautiful people. Welcome back to the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. Uh, This has been a much requested topic and I thought I would finally just record a podcast on it since I've been getting so many requests on this and the topic is friendships, specifically soulmate friendships. Uh, Everyone wants to know how to manifest community and friendships and I think especially after the past year that we've had and everyone experiencing quarantine. I know for me, I experienced a lot of loneliness in quarantine and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure many of you listening can relate. And so for me, manifesting a community and soul friendships was the top of my list for manifestations for 2021. Honestly, it was the top of my list at the end of 2020 as well. And I succeeded in making those relationships happen and manifesting those soulmate friendships as I call them. And so I want to share what worked for me so that you all can do the same. And yes, I call them soulmate friendships uh, because I do believe that all of our friends we've chosen before we incarnated here on earth. We, I believe we have soul contracts with each of the souls that are in our lives and we've all incarnated here to be with each other, whether it's to learn lessons or to help each other or to just love each other or to just experience each other. We all have soul contracts together. And so calling in those soulmate friendships, becoming that energetic match for the people that, that you're meant to be with is so important. And I truly believe that this is abundance over all else. Like all the money in the world means nothing without community without relationships, without love. Like love is everything. It matters more than anything else in this entire world. And we tend to get desperate to manifest things like money or cars or homes or things like that because we think when we get those things, we're going to feel better. We're going to feel more connected, feel more joyful, feel, feel more loving. But the truth is nothing can bring us that except for building that relationship with ourselves. And when we build that strong relationship with ourselves, we attract people into our lives who mirror the really strong, loving relationship we already have with ourselves. So a big part of manifesting friendships is getting clear on your relationship with yourself. But before I get into the actual process of manifesting or attracting your soulmate friendships, because I'm going to give you guys a lot of tips and strategies that you can start applying right now to call them in. Uh, I want to share first If you're experiencing people in your life who aren't living up to your standards of friendship or you're experiencing betrayal or people not supporting you, whatever it might be, the first thing we need to do is clear space. And what I mean by that is you need to let go of energetic ties to people who aren't serving you in order to make space to call in the people that you actually want to be with. Because it's going to be very difficult to attract new people into your reality, especially people who are treating you the way you desire to be treated, who you have the kind of connection with you want to have, if you're still energetically tied to people who aren't treating you the way you want to be treated. So the first thing 
the first to do here is to ask yourself, is there anyone in my life who is taking away instead of adding to my life? And if so, how can I take a step back from that relationship? And I think it's important to note here that even if this is family, people who are really close to you, you don't owe anyone anything. There's no one you need to talk to every single day. There's no one you need to call every single week. There's no one you need to see on a consistent basis. The only person you owe anything to is yourself because when you serve yourself first, this is how we give to others, right? You heal yourself, you heal the world. I always say this. And you cannot step into your own power if you are allowing your own boundaries to be crossed on a consistent basis. And when you do this, you're saying, universe, this is what I'm okay with. Give me more of this. That's what you're energetically saying. So the universe is like, ah, as you wish. And you attract more people who treat you in that way. And something that really helped me uh, through this process of cleaning up who I spend time with was this concept. And it is do not give away your time or energy to anyone who makes you feel like you are difficult to love. I repeat that. Do not give away your time or energy to anyone who makes you feel like you are difficult to love. And I don't just mean this in a romantic way, I mean friendships as well. And this is really what I'm uh, projecting this toward, is in your friendships, in your, and also in your romantic relationships, any relationships you have with human beings in your life. Ask yourself, is there anyone in my life who makes me feel on a consistent basis like I am hard to love? You deserve to be around people who unconditionally love you. And of course, we're all human beings. We all have our faults. We all have our own limiting beliefs and our projections and our stories and our trauma. But if there's anyone who makes you feel consistently like you are difficult to love, they do not get to have a spot in your life. Or I should say in the top five to 10 slots of your life. And when you let go of the ties from people who make you feel like you're difficult to love, you make space for people who will show you how easy you are to love. But as long as you're holding on tight to the people who make you feel hard to love, you're not making space to the people who are ready to unconditionally love you. And this doesn't always mean goodbye forever. Because in my experience, I've had to let go of some friendships in the past. And, you know, those people have disappeared from my life for maybe a few months, six months, even some a few years. And the majority of them have come back around. And our relationships now are so much deeper and more meaningful and full of love and laughter and abundance and deeper connection than there ever was before. Because before it was more of a surface level relationship. And so when I made space between myself and those relationships, they also got to have space to work on themselves and focus on themselves. And when I focused on me, right, when I show up in my own power and put myself first, it, it, gives, it gives its example to everyone else in my life. It shows them what they're capable of, what's possible for them as well. And encourages them to do the same thing. And so, as the way I always say, never try to change anyone. If you want to change someone, instead of trying to change them, focus on changing yourself. Because all is a reflection, right? And so when you shift, when you quantum shift yourself, you'll notice that the people around you will begin to shift to mirror you. So either A, people who cannot match the frequency that you are on will fall away. Or B, they will rise to match you. Or C, they will fall away for a period of time and then they'll come back when they can meet you at your new vibration. And at the same time, you'll attract new people who will match your vibration that you're at now. And so this has been my experience with friendships. They've come and they've gone, they've come and they go. And every time they come back, they're stronger, so much stronger. 
And I think another big mistake people make on this journey to find soulmate friendships, and I see this a lot when you're going through a spiritual awakening and you become a more spiritual, awake, conscious person, whatever you want to call it, and suddenly suddenly you're like, whoa, I want to have deep conversations. I want friends who are on my same level. I want friends who are just as conscious as me. I want friends who are just as aware as me, just as spiritual as me. And we're, we look at our friends and we're like, they're not good enough. I need people who are super spiritual. And the problem with this is it's a form of spiritual bypassing because there's this like idea and it's not anyone's fault. This is very common. This was me for a time period where we think we're almost better than or more worthy than the people that we used to hang out with because we are quote unquote more conscious, more awakened, more spiritual, more aware, whatever you want to call it. But the thing is, if someone is in your life, they are an energetic match for you. You are equals. (laughs) You are not better than anyone that you know because you're more spiritual or quote unquote more conscious or more awakened. You're an energetic match for every single person in your life. And just because you don't align in spirituality doesn't mean you don't don't align elsewhere. Okay, so if someone is in your life, you have something to learn from them. They have something to offer you and you have something to offer them. It doesn't mean you push on them what you want them to know. That's coming from our own human, logical, rational minds, not from the universe, not from a state of surrender. Because what happens is we tend to say, okay, I want my friends to be more spiritual. I want my partner to to be more spiritual. So you word vomit and we throw on them everything that we want them to become. And we have this expectation of who they need to be to be with us, to be our friend, to be our partner. But instead, what if we just push that all aside and said, okay, they are my equal. They don't need to be anything because exactly as they are is enough. Okay, this is the first part of even learning to love yourself. Because if you're always wanting to to change the people around you, you're not giving unconditional love. And it's a reflection of the kind of love that you're giving yourself. So if you're always trying to change your friends, your partners, the people around you to be more like you, remember people are a reflection of you and the way you love others is the way you love yourself. So if you find yourself doing that, there's no shame in that, but then ask yourself, okay, in what way am I not unconditionally loving myself? In what way am I saying I need to change into a better version of me or what I consider to be a better version of me in order to feel worthy of my own love and affection. And with that said, I hear from a lot of people who say, what I do about my friends, I've gone through this spiritual awakening and they haven't and I I feel this disconnect. I don't know if I should cut them off because I wanna manifest spiritual friends and if I'm with them, am I like putting my energy in the wrong place? Here's the thing. You don't need to cut off people who make you feel good. You don't need to cut off people who you enjoy spending time with, who lift you up, who support you unconditionally, who show you love just because they are not quote unquote spiritual. It's like saying, okay, I changed my favorite color from purple to orange and now my friend's favorite color is still purple. I'm not going to be friends with them anymore. (laughs) You can have different kinds of friends for different purposes. You can spend time with friends that you don't always have deep conversations with and that's not going to minimize your chances to manifest the kinds of friends that you want unless you are making yourself smaller or putting on a facade in front of these friends, right? If these friends don't accept you as your true self with all the spirituality and everything, that's a different story. So the question is, can you spend time with the people that you love, who love you and make you feel good and unconditionally support you without needing them to change who they are? Because everything happens in divine timing. The people around you that are meant to be with you will eventually shift and you will also shift become more of a match for each other as time goes on but if you try to force someone to change or you spend all of your time wishing they would change 
what you're doing is you're resisting who they are now. And what we resist persists. When you try to make someone change, they're going to fall even deeper into their uh, current identity and clash even more with us. So biggest takeaway from this so far that I want you to get is no one is above or below you. Just because you become more conscious or more awakened or more healed or you have less trauma or whatever, no one is above or below you. Everyone in your circle is an energetic match for you. You all have lessons to learn from each other. And the second biggest takeaway is how can you fully appreciate everyone in your life for exactly who they are without needing them to change? And at the same time, how can we turn that back on ourselves and fully appreciate who we are and where we are without needing ourselves to change to feel worthy of our own love? Maybe even send a little like love note to yourself right now. Like, Hey, even though right now I feel like I'm not good enough because I'm not X, Y, Z, right? Because I am not sticking to the exercise plan I wanted to stick to, or because I feel like I talk too much or because I, whatever it might be, right? Even though right now I don't totally feel good enough because of this, you know what? I'm choosing this moment to unconditionally love and accept myself exactly where I am. Just like maybe pause this and just in your own head, say it to yourself for a sec and just notice how that feels. We make space and we create a safe container for people to change and grow when we love and accept them unconditionally exactly as they are. No one will ever change because you want them to change. They will change in divine timing and people are more likely to change when they see you leading by example and they say, whoa, what is she doing? What is he doing? They look really freaking happy. I wonder what they're up to. I'm interested. Okay, and with all of that said, that was like a little tangent um, that I didn't really expect to talk about, but <laughs> as is my entire podcast, I feel like most of my episodes are like, you know, 20% what I plan to talk about and 80% me going off on tangents. But let me give you guys now the actual process I was going to give you for manifesting soul friendships or soulmate friendships. Okay, so I know I mentioned this earlier, but we attract what we are. So if you want to attract soulmate friendships, the first thing to do is get out a journal or something and make a list of all of the qualities you desire in your ideal friendship that you want to attract. Um, like what is their personality like? How do they spend their time? What is their energy like? Um, do they spend time with their family? What do they do for fun? Um, what is their relationship with money? What do they love to talk about? What kind of books do they read? Everything. Get really, really, really clear. Write down as much as you can. Like literally create the avatar in your mind of your ideal friend. Then what you're going to do is go through that list with a highlighter or a colored pen. And I want you to highlight everything that you feel is a full description of you that you are fully embodied in. The next step is to go back through the list with another highlighter or a pen and circle everything that you feel you are not fully embodied in. That is not a perfect description of you dominantly in your life. Then your number one job is to embody the qualities that you are not yet fully embodied in over the next weeks or months, because you can't expect to attract what you are not embodied in. You have to become your own best friend. You have to become your own ideal friend because we attract, like I said at the beginning, the relationship you have with yourself sets the standard for every other relationship in your life. So when you build the really strong foundation with yourself, you begin to attract people who mirror that. And then your job is to spend the next week or months or however long, spend that time scheduling in time, doing the things that you desire to do with those friends. Maybe you want to do a book club with them and read a certain book. Maybe you want to 
um, go on hikes with them. Maybe you want to go to brunch with them. Go do those things. Go spend that time enjoying yourself. Because if you're manifesting friends from a place of, I feel lonely, I don't enjoy spending time alone, so I want to manifest friendship so I don't have to feel this loneliness, what's going to happen is you're manifesting from a, from a void, from a I'm not good enough place, from trying to avoid something, resist something. Therefore, when you do attract the friendships, you're going to feel even more lonely within those relationships because you're manifesting from the energy of resisting your loneliness. Instead of resisting feeling lonely, what we need to do is fully embrace the loneliness and use that time to become the best friend to ourselves. And what I was doing when I was manifesting friendships is I realized that I wasn't spending a lot of white space time with myself. And what I mean by white space is time without any distractions alone, without my phone, without Instagram to scroll on, without Netflix, without social media, without a radio, without anything. And so I started scheduling two nights a week where after dinner, I would turn my phone off, I would have no TV, no nothing, and I would just spend time with me. I would ask my inner child what she wanted to do. Sometimes it was coloring, sometimes it was dancing, sometimes it was just laying around, sometimes it was taking a bath. Oftentimes there was a lot of journaling, and I would journal to myself as if I was journaling to a best friend. Um, I would pretend that my best friend was there with me, and everything I wanted to say to her, I would just write in my journal and talk to myself as if I was my own best friend. And honestly spending that quality time with myself after a time period of doing this in the beginning it was uncomfortable and I missed my phone and I wanted to turn on Netflix and I was bored after a while I began to love spending time with myself and now it's non-negotiable for me and I do love spending time with myself now but if you don't learn to love hanging out with yourself with just you you can't expect someone else to and so once you learn to fully embrace time alone whether you're feeling lonely or not when you embrace that time you then manifest from a place of abundance rather than a void filling space, a place of, I don't need this because I know that I'm okay on my own. I know that I will be okay. I want these friendships, but I am also okay right now because I'm loving spending time with me. That is abundant energy. That is the energy you'll attract the friendships from. And you know what? Honestly, the best way to attract friends isn't to go try to find friends. The best way to manifest soulmate friendships it's to go manifest the life of your dreams because your soulmate friendships, they're going to be on that same energetic level as you following their dreams too. If you want friends who encourage you, inspire you, who take risks, who are building their dreams, you need to do the same. You can't expect friends who do all of those things when you're staying safe in your little comfort zone, safe in your bubble, right? I want to manifest all of those awesome people, but I'm going to do it from right here in my little safety bubble. <laughs> That's not going to work. The best way to attract soulmate friendships is to manifest the life of your dreams, to follow it at all costs. That's why I found my best friends in the entire world, by following my dreams. I met my very, very, very best soulmate friendships, who are just like my sisters, who are here in Costa Rica with me. I met most of them in Costa Rica four years ago, and we were all in a worse place then. It's funny because we've all evolved together and we're back here again, and we're all in a much better place growing together, and we've all done a lot of work on ourselves, and we're all in a similar place now. Four years ago, we weren't, but I met them and connected with them by following my dreams and continuing to follow my dreams. We meet up around the world because I continue to take leaps of faith and risk after risk after risk. And I've decided I'm going to live a life that I'm going to look back on and be like, damn, that was a life. Like everyone, I want everyone to look at my life and be like, yep, that girl really lived. If we can say nothing else about her life is that she really lived her damn 
life. She squeezed all of the juice out of life. She lived it to the fullest. She didn't leave one rock unturned, one question unanswered, right? I'm never going to look back and say, what if? I've made that commitment to myself in my life. And that's why I live this extraordinary life because I go after it and I make it happen. I'm not willing to live life any other way. And therefore I've attracted friends who are on that same vibration. They live life the same way as me and they all motivate and inspire me in different ways. And I think I've shared before about manifesting my friends in um, Wilmington as well. I really wanted to make friends who were entrepreneurs. And um, when I um, found my way to North Carolina, I ended up moving there into my dream home, which um, is still my home, even though I'm currently living in Costa Rica. Um, I'm blessed to be able to have both homes right now. But I attracted my soulmate friendships there, a group of incredible entrepreneurs, spiritual entrepreneurs, uh, who I will know I'll forever be connected with. And I have so much love for them. And I, I manifested these two incredible just soulmate friendship groups this year. And it came after a time period of extreme loneliness and quarantine. But within that loneliness, I dove into myself and I embraced the loneliness instead of resisting it. And I came out the other side and I was an energetic match for all of this freaking abundance that I had been hoping for and praying for. So ask yourself, where am I holding myself back from following my dreams? In what areas of life am I going to look back and say, oh, what if, what if I had just done it? What if I had just tried? What are those areas of your life? Go after them. Your friends are waiting for you. Your soul family is waiting for you, but your soul family can be found in your authentic expression. I got a lot of questions about when I asked you guys what you wanted to hear in this podcast, I got a lot of questions about how to attract authentic relationships, right? Cause there's a difference between attracting friends who feel surface level and friends who feel really authentic. And the way you attract authentic relationships is you express yourself authentically. You're showing up with this facade on, you're making yourself smaller to be accepted by others. You're only going to be able to meet people at a surface level and they're going to meet you there at a surface level because they're going to energetically subconsciously feel that you're not fully expressing yourself. So in what ways are you making yourself small to receive acceptance or love from others? In what ways are you afraid to fully express yourself? because they think people will find you weird or not like you. And it's funny because we self-sabotage in this way. We're like, I want to manifest friends. So I'm not going to express this part of myself because it feels really weird and goofy and people might not like me and I might not make friends. So when you full show up as the, um, a smaller version of you, you make yourself small, you're not fully expressed in order to attract friends who like you. And then you attract friendships and realize, oh my gosh, these are so surface level. They're not fulfilling to me. And it's because you showed up as a smaller version of you, an unexpressed version of you, in order to attract friends. But the paradox is, when you do the thing that you're afraid of, when you show up authentically as a fully expressed version of you that you're afraid to show up as, yeah, you might lose some people, but you're going to make space for the ones who are actually ready to be there for you. The kinds of people that you're actually asking you for. So you have to be willing to be rejected for who you are to attract the kinds of people who love you for who you are. And in the midst of being rejected for who you are, you have the opportunity to show yourself unconditional love. This is a huge, huge, huge opportunity when you feel rejected by people. Even though truly when people reject you, all they're really doing is rejecting the part of themselves they see reflected in you. But that's a story for another podcast. When you feel rejected by someone, your inner child is feeling scared because they think they're losing love. They think when I'm rejected outwardly, I am losing love internally. So you got to shift that story by saying, right now, I feel rejected. But I'm going to choose to show myself unconditional love, to show my inner five-year-old self that no matter what you learned in childhood, you are unconditionally wor worthy of love. And I'm going to show you by giving you love right now. 
whether that's words of affirmations or hugging yourself or taking part in an activity that makes you feel loved. For me, it's words of affirmation, reminding my little five-year-old self, imagining her in front of me. And I imagine her literally sitting in front of me and just telling her how unconditionally loved she is and how, hey, I know right now you're feeling so rejected and I know you're scared that love is being taken away from you, but love is still here. I still unconditionally love you and that is all that matters. Love will never be taken away from you. I promise you that. I'm here for you. That is powerful. So when you realize that when you show up as your authentic self, you might be rejected, but within that rejection, it's a powerful opportunity to shift your beliefs and raise your vibration and also make space for the people who will truly unconditionally be there for you. So if you feel like a lot of your relationships aren't authentic or they're surface level, you have to ask yourself, where am I not speaking my truth? Where am I making myself smaller in order to be accepted or loved? And in what ways am I not fully authentically expressing myself in, in the ways that I desire to express myself? And then here's something else I have to leave you guys with because of course in manifestation, universal law of action, you must take action to receive whatever you're already an energetic match for. It doesn't always need to be a huge amount of action, but there is some action to be taken. So if you're sitting at home, like you're quarantining yourself and, or you're just sitting at home and you're like, why aren't my friends showing up? Expect them to fall through the roof or knock on your door. That's not going to work. The next step is to ask yourself, these people that I've created in my mind that I'm now fully embodying, what, how are they spending their time? Where can I find them? What Facebook groups are they hanging out with? What Instagram groups? Um, I used to find friends on like, I think it's like meetup.com or something. Um, is that what it's called? No, I think it was a dating site. No, is it meetup? I don't remember. Such as an M there was some, there was some really cool website where you could, um, meet up with friends who had similar interests as you. And, you know, now recently, like I'm just moving places and doing things that I genuinely enjoy. I know it's harder right now because of everything going on in the world, but at the very least, if you're quarantining yourself or the place you live isn't open, find the community online because it exists. And to be honest with you, some of the best friends I've ever met in my entire life, I met through Instagram. Get yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Talk to people. Get yourself in the groups or in the communities or in the places where you think your future friends are hanging out. And I had someone ask me the question, how do you discern who is really sincere and will love and support you and be real no matter what? You don't need to focus on discerning that right now. Your intuition knows. Your intuition knows. Focus on learning to trust your own intuition. And then the second thing here is watch people's actions, not their words. This goes for romantic relationships as well as friendships. Watch people's actions. I don't care who's sweet talking you or um, what your friends or partners are saying to you, watch their actions. Do their actions align with their words? Am I a priority in their life? Are they there for me when it doesn't even serve them to be there for me? When they're not gaining anything, are they still there for me? When someone shows you that they can't be trusted, trust that. When someone's actions don't align with their words consistently, trust that. But then at the same time, look at yourself and say, do my actions align with my words? Mike consistently backing up my words with my actions all the time on a consistent basis. Am I unconditionally supportive of myself? Am I unconditionally loving of myself? It's always got to come back to self because like I said, your relationship with yourself is the basis of all else. And then, you know, you can also ask yourself, Hey, do I feel worthy of the kind of friends that I desire? Do I feel like a worthy friend for others? Because that can also be a block if you don't feel worthy. If you feel that your friendship isn't worthy of the kinds of people you want, that's something to dive deeper into, right? That's a common limiting belief. And so a mantra for you would be, 
My friendship is a gift. My time is a gift. I am a gift. My friendship is a gift. My time is a gift. My energy is a gift. I am a gift. Because truly your friendship is a gift. Your time is a gift. Your energy is a gift. And you're worthy of everything that you desire. But unless you see it, unless you believe that, unless you embody that, it can't show up in your physical reality. So if you do feel like you have a lot of limiting beliefs around worth, my Academy BAA would be really, really good for you to work through all of that. I've had a lot of people in there manifest uh, soulmates, <laughs> like love and um, as well soulmate friendship. So I'd love to have you in there. Uh, the link to apply is in the show notes. And that's all I have for you guys today. Once again, if you leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Take a screenshot of it before you submit. Email it over to support at pursuitbliss.com. You get a little gift directly to your inbox from me. I love when you guys share the episodes on Instagram. I always repost them. I'd love for you to share this with any friends and family you think could benefit. And I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever in the world you are. I'm sending you so much love and abundance from Costa Rica. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Mwah.